0: Everybody and welcome to 500 Open Tabs. I'm your host Kavita Harian,
1: and I'm Hannah Hillam.
0: You are also a host.
1: I'm also a host. <laughs> yes, just, no, you're I'm not just guest. a rando. I'm a yeah. guest <laughs> every time. <laughs> Today we'll be having. Uh, a i
0: yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> and my guest, thankfully, I'm a very H- good
0: <laughs> host. Yeah, my guest Hannah Hillam, <laughs> <laughs> guest hosting. <laughs> uh, thank you for turning back into our second episode. We're surprised that you made it through the first one, and yeah. we're grateful that you're back again.
1: Welcome. <laughs> uh, um, so we
0: we've been discussing what are we supposed to do? How do we start our episodes now? Because in the first episode we did our you know how we met our intros, story. Yeah, our, our mute cute, I guess, is the term that they have. But now we're like, we don't really like when people do.
1: How's it going? Uh, How's your up. week? Hey, you Here's know what? I, just, I went on a walk. <laughs>
0: Oh, interesting! You went on a walk. No, it's not interesting. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I I go on walks every day. I know you know this
0: because we share we share uh, Apple Watch information, so that every time I go on a walk, you text it back to me that you're like you're making fun of me. I think is what it
1: is. I send him back one of those um like like those uh, passive aggressive canned answers. Yeah, (laughs) it's like you're good. Go you you go.
0: Which I didn't even know it sends messages because I don't have that set up on mine. So Oh, um,
1: you better get going. Yeah.
0: I didn't try to be obnoxious and and put it in your face that I'm super healthy, but, you know, can't help it that Apple's doing it on my behalf.
1: They're a little bit manipulative like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. The The whole thing's like playing a video game.
1: The watch will be like, you haven't stood in an hour. I'm like, cool. Thanks. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) You're a jerk. (laughs)
0: anyway emotionally fraught starting off the new year correct yeah we're excited to get back into it uh did you end up looking up i know at the end of the last episode you said you were going to go read a bunch about cheese but did you just end up eating a bunch of cheese i ate a ton of cheese yeah i did too cheese is delicious christmas with
1: like my family it's just cheese yeah just cheese every holiday is an excuse for white people to eat cheese i
0: love it I mean, I don't, it's, that's a great thing to have as part of your culture in general.
1: (laughs) It's literally all we have. (laughs) Besides the oppression. Anyway, um, but yeah, I ate some cheese. I did a little bit read about Al Capone because I was like, what else has this guy done? And I had no idea. Okay. Here's a weird thing I learned about him. He was one of the very first people to receive, um, oh no, what's it called? The vaccine. The very first penicillin.
0: Uh, Penicillin.
1: It's not a vaccine. He was one of the very, very
0: first people to get yes. it. Yes,
1: yeah, because he got some crazy like brain. I wish I remembered it. He got some crazy
0: brain. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're dude, like, here's this brain.
1: Yeah, no, he got this like something with his brain. He had, like a stroke or something. Don't don't believe me on this. He just got sick and okay. He somehow you know through his connections was very one of the very first people to receive mm-hmm. penicillin.
0: Is this anyone? before, or like, while he was in jail or before he was in jail? Oh, like after,
1: this? as he was, like, slowly dying. And it prolonged his life enough for him to sit in a chair and have the mind of a 12-year-old <laughs> for the next 10 years. Yes.
0: He sounds like a perfect podcast host at that point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> anyway, Sing. did you end up reading about anything, like, dig- digging? Did you like digging?
0: No. To be totally honest, I completely That's forgot okay. about it as soon as this is. Uh, I've, <laughs> so I've been podcasting for a few years now, so I've learned that like I remember everything while we record, and as soon as we hit cut, I just immediately forget everything. Oh, well, just so like school. You're gonna be like, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. you cram for a test, and then yeah. you give the test, and you forgot. Yeah. Um, no, I actually had forgotten that we'd even recorded an episode before this, but thankfully uh, getting cut for this one made me actually have to remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you and Al Capone just brain rot. <laughs>
0: Exactly. I got too much penicillin in my body. That's why we're here. Or not enough, apparently. No, you don't have enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) After this episode, I'm going to make sure you're pumped with full of penicillin. All right? You'll be good to go. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Excellent. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, why don't we get into it? You want to, last time Uh, I went first? Yeah, I'll uh, go first this time. Wonderful. I'm excited. What do you got for us?
1: I chose uh, a tab that I've had open for a long time because it was really far back in my... In my scroll, you know?
0: In the what archives.
1: In the archives. just it was like tab one hundred and something, I'm guessing. Um, but it is a tab on Wikipedia called Fossey Jaw. And
0: Fosse Jaw.
1: Fossey jaw.
0: Like Bob Fosse. Like Yep. <laughs> this it's is Bob just when Fosse's you Bob Fosse's <laughs>
1: jaw. <laughs> it's just his jaw. <laughs> it has it's, it's got own an entire re-
0: Wikipedia entry. I don't even have one. <laughs>
1: it's disgusting. Um,
0: Bob Fossey's jaw. What's wrong with it? It's just the jaw. Oh, <laughs>
1: detached from his.
0: <laughs>
1: Nothing's wrong with what? it. We all have one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. true. What the hell is Fossey? This is F O S S Y Fossey jaw. Or- Fossey
1: jaw. That's what F O. Nope. P H O S S Y. Oh, P H. And it's oh, short. Like, like
0: uh huh. Fa- <laughs> I should let you talk instead of just jumping Maybe. in questions.
1: <laughs> I know you've been podcasting for a long time, but um, <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. All right. Fossy jaw is short for phosphorus necrosis of the jaw, which is a disease that people would get who worked around white phosphorus. So if you had enough exposure to it, your jaw would start to rot away. This is disgusting. What? The, what? This is Why disgusting does it go specifically just to your jaw? Um it kind of goes to i will get there. So so Okay, okay. I went to the I found myself then clicking on the tab for white phosphorus and uh, I got overwhelmed because there's a bunch of long science words that I <laughs> I don't know what any of them mean. Um but I did okay. manage to learn. I managed to learn that it's extremely flammable and extremely toxic oh. and it ignites. It's like this gooey, it's like um kind of waxy like white stuff and it right when it's exposed to oxygen it's, mm-hmm. It uh, ignites immediately, which, of course, as with every human invention, we use it to kill people. Um, the army sure. started using it. Uh, and if you've been paying attention to the news lately, you probably have heard how devastating it is on civilians. And it is, make a note of this, against mm-hmm. international law to use on. Oh, on, uh, so it's
0: a human yeah. rights, yeah. rights it's violation. A, it's a human rights abuse
1: and violation. They can okay. use it not in cities. And it makes this smoke that, like. Armies can use to mask their movements. Um, so it's kind of dicey. It's like, yeah, you can use it to mask your movements, but like, not but on not, people. Not as
0: like a weapon, but like as sort of like a like a the old like ninja movies where they yeah drop the bomb <laughs> and the a, smoke yeah. bomb would show up and then they would just be like whoops, and then Except like escape.
1: Way deadlier. <laughs> way <Wait>. dead. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a pretty gruesome. Uh, it's really it, it does a number on your body and it's it's horrible. Anyway. Going to go uh, a different direction to a, a different sad topic. So, okay. um, another use for this is for matches, mm-hmm. like matchsticks. So, oh, okay, okay. Back in the day, they were like, "Oh, dude, we can make this so much easier than the old like whatever they did." Um, because remember, it ignites when it hits oxygen. So, yeah. Once someone figured out a marketable use for that, of course, they started exploiting it. It was the like eighteen
0: fifties, eighties. Great 18- time for 80s. human rights. <laughs> So good, children! Great, great period of <laughs> progress, <laughs> making money, industrialization, it's just, it's human rights. Yeah. yeah, excellent, excellent.
1: So, so matchstick factories. Um, so I'm just going to talk about friction matches because matches have been go- going on okay. for ancient China, of course. Everything okay. goes back yeah. to that. So um, these matchstick factories uh, started popping up the 1800s and early 1900s, and since okay. many young women in uh-huh. rural vill- like rural areas are like, oh, I can actually uh-huh. go work now because there's these jobs. A lot of them would move to the city to work in factories. Okay. Which don't.
0: Never a good sign. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My advice to you is: don't work in an eighteenth a uh, nineteenth century factory. Um,
0: Crap! I have a job be... interview later. I know. I should, should I cancel it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call back on time. In time. Back in time. Um. So, imagine that you're a young English girl. All right,
0: mm-hmm. just so ready Already for her there. First, <laughs> love it. Yeah,
1: her first day on the job at the matchstick factory. You go in and they're like, "Here's how you do it. You attach all these matches to these like like sticks. Just pine is it pine? You know what? Don't quote me on that. I have no idea.
0: Okay, some sort of a stick. Doesn't really it's matter specifically. I'm just material. gonna keep it's going like this. Um, just this.
1: Yeah. They the would they would like attach them to these like. Um, holders and you just okay. take the holders and you dip them in phosphorus just phosphorus and in a 10 hour shift a one person could make 10 million matches
0: 10 million yes dear lord <laughs> so these are like they're basically like the you know the pockies like those like yes. pretzel sticks that are dipped in chocolate <laughs> Except- but with phosphorus and you don't eat them
1: <laughs> well actually
0: <laughs> we'll oh get- no <laughs> Oh, not do wait. It. 1800s english woman who went to oh, work in the factory
1: no no it's not her um okay so yeah they dip these in sulfur and they'd make so many and one of the very first brand names for these were lucifers because um, english people were like this smell reminds me of hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally what they said um so anyway you're this lo- young english girl do you want to like give yourself a name
0: mm-hmm. Uh, my name is uh. Oh, now I'm just drawing a blank of English woman's name. I, Gertrude. Gertrude is that an English right, sounding name? Gertie. How about Gertie? Gertie.
1: <laughs> Gertie, the matchstick girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Gertie, the matchstick girl is wasting away in this factory 10 hours a day smashed oh. up against everybody but she's making a little bit of money um okay and she gets to she's crammed in there with a bunch of other 14 15 year old victorian girls and breathing in
0: oh they're that they're of course they're that young they're young like, yeah. Right?
1: yeah yeah um but you're you know you're a flesh freshly exploited child worker you're so excited to like talk to all these people and you know gossip i'm you're sure i like
0: you, but it's also like you get to be a grown-up kind of, which yeah. is fun, I think, when you're a kid. You're being treated like an adult, well, which ironically is what all kids want.
1: Especially when you're <laughs> a woman in the 1800s. You're like, I finally have yeah. a little bit of independence. So yeah. um, you are breathing in. But the whole time, you're, it's 10-hour shifts. You're breathing in white phosphorus vapor. And it's just a little bit. But after a while of doing this, for 10 uh-huh. straight hours, you start to notice it's getting harder to eat whatever British food they ate what you know like
0: yeah right I was, gonna say,
1: <laughs> like a slurry. I was like
0: that's an obvious joke right there i'm like i feel that way when i'm having english food <laughs> like, as it is <gasps> phosphorus or not
1: <laughs> listen it's sometimes kind of good it once. is um but yeah whatever like slurry of factory food i don't know they probably like blood sausage or something you know yeah um, yeah uh
0: bangers and mash it that gets sounds hard fancy <laughs> for like factory food probably they, they didn't eat that. that
1: i'm sure they ate like yeah. gruel i don't know um, yeah. I'll ask. Yeah, it's cruel. Um, so you'd start feeling like your teeth hurt, Gertie, and you're like, oh, what the? And then you're, yeah. you start feeling nauseous, like all the time. And then you get up one morning and notice that your gums are swollen and the pain Uh-oh. is so bad that it's radiating around, along your jaw. And Ooh. it starts creating abscesses in your mouth and fistulas. Uh. Yeah, ah. And it smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so gertie. gertie poor girl
0: she gertie sh- go she, to the dentist
1: and there's no dentist <laughs> <laughs> so teeth would start to fall out if you let it go long okay. long enough and after a few months the bones in your jaw would start to die and within okay. oh yeah oh it's like rotting away from the inside and then within six months necrosis of the jaw has fully set in and necrosis i mean Maybe don't go open this tab. It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: This sounds um, not fun.
1: Yeah. I s- looked at a lot of things last night. Um,
0: uh, Hannah yeah. looks at weird shit so that you don't have to.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I do it because I have no self-control. Um, <laughs> but it's it's when the flesh starts to die and the bone starts to die. So your jaw is pretty much like caving in or rotting off. Um, and here's the thing. The factory workers... Sorry, the factory foremen and the people who owned the factories uh-huh. knew about uh-huh. this, and oh, so what? They, yes, and they did nothing. They did that's nothing. so strange. No, <laughs> never. How could you ever think they would, They wouldn't do anything. Human rights can't. You know,
0: paragon. the factory workers are known, especially during this time, for loving their employees, mm-hmm, taking care them. of them, <laughs> giving them free health care.
1: Another thing about my culture: we like to. Yeah, the English just like <laughs> to work people to death. Um yeah. that's not at all how it is anymore. Um
0: It's totally changed, yeah, yeah. thankfully.
1: Your bo- your breath would pretty much just smell like dying bo- like dying bones I, I feel your like your that's flesh. the least of your worries
0: is if your breath is bad.
1: I just keep picturing. The smell. Trying to have a conversation like, with your coworker. Well, like you go out the air, you outside and the air is pretty much made of like coal dust <laughs> because
0: of all the I guess that's true, yeah, you're it's
1: right. Disgusting. Everyone's you know, got fossy jaw breathing all over. Anyway, so you can imagine all this.
0: Oh, all I'm just picturing is them just doing Fosse jazz hands the entire time. Crying. Yeah. Oh, my jaw. This is horrible. We're making a joke about it. I'm sorry. They're
1: all dead. So <laughs> they can't. Well, maybe they'll. Anyway. The they'll pa- haunt us. Anyway, so the, the pain is terrible, and it gets worse and worse until mm-hmm. they're full organ failure. And that is... Oh. Yeah. About 20% of people with Fosse jaw untreated die. Um, The other the other ones will have their jaw removed or um, teeth removed or just, you know, made so they can Go look at at photos of the of the Fosse jaw survivors.
0: 20% is actually a little bit lower than I thought. I just assumed this would be like everyone's dead. Same. Just if you're getting like literal poison in your mouth, and it's interesting that it just goes specifically to the jaw. Yeah. Like that's the area that, or I guess it comes in through the mouth and the yeah. teeth because they're breathing. It wouldn't like end up like in their lungs, like lighting on fire or something. Oh,
1: interesting. <laughs> good. To, that's a good question. Um. No, but so, remember the the factory people knew about this, and um, right, right, right. There's this woman, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! I think her name was Sarah. Of course, I didn't write it down. Oh, no. I'm good at this, um, but she, she uh, organized. She and a bunch of other women realized that they that, that everyone was suffering from these crazy jaw things, and that the factory kind of uh-huh. knew about it. So they organized a huge walkout. Uh, Hell yeah! Yeah. So 1,400 teenage girls and and young yes. women walked out of the factory. Uh, Love it. And refused to work because good. Um, it turns out there was studies already done on phosphorus and how it can harm you. And of course, you know, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> they didn't tell them, Big business. Um, <laughs> um, there's also, oh, there was a bunch of triggers. There's more than just that trigger for the strike. It was also terrible working conditions. There just isn't time to go into that. I could talk about this for f- five hours. So, um, anyway, the strike made the papers. Everyone started hearing about this. And it made everybody Uh angry. So, like, pretty big famous people were like, hey, we got to make sure these people don't, you know, breathe phosphorus anymore. And 20 years later, they banned it. (laughs) 20 years? Yes.
0: What the hell were they doing in the meantime?
1: (laughs) Well, it was all over the world. So, England banned it 20 years later. So, other places started to ban it. Certain factories chose to use red phosphorus instead, which isn't. As bad
0: is it any better? Yeah, it's, it's not as bad.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't kill you slowly. Um, it
0: just it kills you quickly.
1: <laughs> it kills you quickly.
0: It's immediately you die.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, but it kind of like uh, one of the weird side effects of this is that in the paper, everyone was like, "Oh, this is a new way to commit suicide." So people oh. started <laughs> people started eating the heads off of matches. What the hell? Whole, whole boxes of matches. <laughs> They said that one box of matches, just the heads, would kill a, kill a man. So, um, man. so yeah, weird. people would eat the heads off matches and die, uh, which, I'm sorry, just jump off the bridge, you know? Gotta,
0: you got to, like, imagine, like, the human imagination is so, just, it never stops. Just, you think, you find out about one thing, like, white phosphorus on matches, and they're like, I'm going to eat a box of these things, like... <laughs> <laughs> Our creativity knows no bounds when it comes Seriously. to sickness. <laughs> it's insane. And when insane. it comes
1: to dying. I mean, yeah, as you can it's see, very morbid. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, I would probably do it too if I had to live in the 1880s. Um, yeah. Another fun. Oh, anyway, they called this the, the London Match Girl Strike of 1888, which uh, okay. I want to say if I ever start like a dumb indie band, I want to call yeah. it the London Match Girl Strike or the Match Girl Union. Match stick union. Match
0: girl union's a good one too. Matchstick Ma- union, match like stick
1: union. Match stick union. That sounds like a Decemberist song or something. Some
0: yeah.
1: early 2000s Twee the... indie stuff.
0: Anyway. <laughs> twee. I the word Twee. That, that word always <laughs> drove me crazy.
1: Really? You hate it?
0: It's so Twee. No, it just it was funny. It was just yeah. like things that were Twee.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Anyway,
0: I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, well, that's that's pretty much kind of it. I talked really fast through that, so I think I'm done. Uh, um, there's more to talk about. Wow, well, oh, that's one more thing, one more thing. Yes. So yeah. if you know anything about serial killers and the 1800s, you'll know that 1888 uh-huh. was also the year that Jack the Ripper killed all those women. Right, and a right, lot he's of these, ripping through them. A lot, <laughs> just, just, Is, just like phosphorus, that, just absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> eviscerating these women. Um, so was-
0: <laughs> In other news, our show gets canceled after the second episode.
1: They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so if that could, that sets the tone. Like, it's a terrible time to be a woman. As is almost every time. So I was going to say, as, as opposed
0: to now, where it's like, things are great. <laughs> They're looking cheeky in the States. We love it.
1: Oh, the U.S. loves women.
0: Yeah, um, especially right now at this moment in time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's. This, I feel like uh, every,
0: every episode, we're going to be like, here's this horrific thing that happened in the past. Look at how different it is from now. And it's <laughs> always going to be like, nope, nothing has changed.
1: Nothing has changed. Capitalists are still capitalists. Yeah. And uh, at least we don't use white phosphorus. Well, sorry, yeah, we do. I forgot, we do. What use white phosphorus? So match
0: matches still use phosphorus on them, or they don't um, anymore?
1: No, in the 30s or 40s, they stopped using phosphorus and started using okay a compound of other things that was way less dangerous. Because okay. even red phosphorus would like explode when it touched the air. So whoa. Anyway,
0: that's crazy. Well, Fossy jaw. Fossy jaw. It's Fossey disgusting. Hands. It's disgusting. It sounds very unfortunate. <clears throat> our uh, our thoughts, <laughs> and I was gonna say thoughts and prayers. Now I sound like a politician. Our condolences to everybody who had to experience that because that sounds terrible.
1: <laughs> so, what do you have? What do you have for me today?
0: <laughs> what have I got for you today? All right. So I hope it's my... better than Fossy jaw. Yes, it's uh, it's funny. Unfortunately, I'm also in the bit of a morbid space today <laughs> as well. So. Oh. <laughs> This should have been like a Halloween episode of some
1: 2024. Sort. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh,
0: so okay. I had this article. Um, I don't remember when this was from, but uh, the article was titled. It's from the Guardian. Okay. And it's by Matt Wilson, and, and it's the title of the article is "How do you get rid of a beached whale before it explodes?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't. <laughs> don't you want to see it explode? Yes. Okay. I, I mean,
0: I want to. I don't know if it's a good idea to be uh, around there when it happens, but
1: there was way- uh, I used to it's definitely follow. a hazard. There was one that beached itself like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, I want to say. And I just like kept updating the mm-hmm. page. Like, it's like blown up. Anyway, crazy. Okay. Okay. Tell me. How do you Where remove a beached one? whale from a beach? I don't remember. Beach <laughs> before it explodes. <laughs> On the beach? <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh this is
1: going to be so gross. Okay. Of
0: course. So, a l- little yeah, right. A little bit of backstory. Okay. So, I have had this fascination with whales for like the past few years. Oh. Um this is the reason why I ended up finding this article somewhat by accident, but specifically uh most recently, of course, there's all the stories about I'm sure you've heard about the orcas in the uh Strait of Gibraltar that are all attacking the yachts. Have you seen yeah. all this stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah, which they have become heroes for you know us working class folks about like yeah. attacking yachts and billionaires and trying to sink their boats, I, uh, I which felt the jury sort for, of out first, for exactly why.
1: If everyone's okay for the okay, yachts then...
0: or for the orcas,
1: for the yeah for, no for the yachts, I, mean, I was like even oh, if they sink,
0: it's not I mean, like
1: as long as everyone's poor okay. Yacht. <laughs> yeah, dra- sink it.
0: <laughs> yes, I don't sink it. Uh, yeah, they they attack them. Uh, that was sort of like a passing fascination, but at some point. Uh, a few years ago, I became fast, like obsessed with blue whales oh, because so the the this is a bit of a tangent, but it'll it'll come back into like how this plays into the story. Love um, it. But effectively, so you probably know already that like the blue whale is the biggest animal on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know this fact?
1: I, I was going to say, is um, the blue whale the biggest one? And then I didn't. And you told me. Yeah,
0: the the blue whale is the biggest one. I remember seeing something. I don't know if this how true this was, but I feel like I saw it in a textbook when I was a kid. That was like the blood vessels of a blue whale are big enough that like a small baby can crawl around them in them. Like that's how big they get. (laughs) Shh. Right.
1: Tunnel tunneling. Tunnel
0: in those. Literally, literally, yeah, baby. (laughs) Whale tunneling. Go to work. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Continue. (laughs) Only in the 1850s, yeah. Child labor laws won't allow that to happen anymore. So, blue whales are the biggest animals on Earth. What I found out just through passing was not only are they the biggest animal on Earth, they are, in fact, the biggest animal that has ever lived throughout the history of the Earth. Wait, for real? So, however many... Yeah, so however many billions of years the Earth's been around, however many, like animals have been alive that have gone extinct dinosaurs like whatever the blue whales that live in the ocean right now are the biggest things that have ever lived throughout the history of earth
1: okay that's pretty cool
0: which is insane
1: that's really it's cool, cool right yeah. yeah and surprising
0: so it's kind of weird yeah you you think mm-hmm. that i don't know for some reason that kind of blew my mind and and i became really fixated on that and i like started to like watch all these videos and like read random articles about them about like how did that happen like why are whales so big uh and it's really interesting because whales so i don't do you know anything about how whales became whales
1: uh no i only know about the country but not okay. the animal
0: The yeah right <laughs> <laughs> welsh independent how the well, whales became welsh
1: honestly yeah welsh independence let's talk about it. no just kidding go on
0: Yes, Wh- yeah, whales came out of the ocean, they landed on the country of whales, they evolved into humans, they decided to they call it. They were oppressed country, by you know, the English, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Tales all this time. Anyway,
0: so whales... Tales all this time. So whales essentially are from like, I think they want, I want to say it was something around like, between like 30 to 50 million years ago. Um. So seafaring animals, right, the Tiktaalik and all this, they evolve... They become, they have like legs, they come out of the water, they crawl onto the earth, and then they finally become like land mammals. Mm-hmm. The earliest whale, like before whales were whales, they were basically kind of like cats or like like giant rat creatures, and they were on earth. <laughs> this is real, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were outside of the water first?
0: They were outside of the water first, so and then they're like, it's so stupid. <laughs>
1: Whales used to be rats. Okay,
0: they used Not to be rat. like cat cat creatures, and they were on Earth. Uh, they were on the on the land, and they were like, "Bro, this sucks. I really like fish. I really like sushi. I just want like jump into the water."
1: I feel that, yeah,
0: right, yeah. Uh, it's really bizarre. So literally, like whales are like this backward, like reverse evolution. <laughs> Where it's like they came on Earth and became mammals, and then they were like, Yeah, I'm not down with this. I'm going to go back to the ocean. That's how so I'm then gonna they evolved die. into, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to walk into the sea. <laughs> Speaking of dying,
0: it's a good way to go. Okay. So they go back into the water and they basically evolve into, you know, they're not fish, obviously, but whatever. They're like, for all intents and purposes, they're they're mammals in the water. So they're like fish again. So that's why why uh, whales are mammals, right? So they're warm-blooded. So as a result of this, that's why they have blubber. Blubber is a way for them to keep their bodies warm because they're not evolved to be fish again because they're (laughs) straight up mammals.
1: (laughs) I don't know why this is so funny to me.
0: Because it's ridiculous. You don't think of evolution working that way. You always think of it as being the most efficient way. But this is like, no, I changed my mind. I'm going to re-evolve back into a fish. But I can't do it all the way.
1: <laughs> okay, go on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. It is. It's insane. Wait, is that why seals oh, but have it gets, like finger bones? It gets crazier. Finger bones?
0: Yes, although I don't think I think actually you know what, I don't know exactly what you classify seals as if they're yeah. land mammals or if they're sea mammals I'm not entirely sure because they're sort of hybrids they do both
1: I don't like them <coughs>
0: but that's why all those animals have blubber and stuff because they're all the, the warm-blooded animals are the ones that have blubber so in the case of in the case of uh, whales you know they're deep in the ocean and it's cold so they need a lot of blubber around them and blubber of course like it's fat but it holds it's packed much more tightly it's like really really good at you know keeping heat in right um so whales apparently like there's a lot of variations of them but they don't get big until about like three million years ago um during the Pleistocene ice age around that time. so like you know uh, the ice age happens, you know things get cold the water whatever currents and all that stuff kind of start shifting around things move around the uh krill and like plankton and stuff start following these different patterns now the uh what's it called uh the baleen, which is, you know, yeah. like when you see on whales, it's like their, it looks like their teeth, but it's really just like hair essentially. It's like a broom yeah, or whatever. Yeah, these things. <laughs> I've done this so many times. Yeah, it's so basically like times. a giant broom. It's... I've
1: wiggled my fingers so many times <laughs> during this podcast. They
0: they dip them into phosphorus,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but and it's underwater, so it's okay. And then they go on strike.
1: <laughs> and they, now it's a whale. It's a girl.
0: hot whale girl strike or whatever it was called. Sorry.
1: <laughs> hot whale girl. <laughs> okay. The matchstick girl. <laughs> matchstick whale. The Matchstick Whale Union.
0: The, the Matchstick, matchstick, whale. matchstick whale Union. Yes, exactly. Who are in their mouths? They're tired of it. Yep. So, because they have these baleen that are, you know about baleen. So, baleen are very, yeah. very efficient. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, <clears throat> they work as filters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At this time, uh, a lot of other whales that are smaller die off, but these, what ends up becoming the blue whale, becomes bigger and bigger because they have this extremely efficient way of eating like a lot of calories without having to burn a lot of calories. And so they evolve to just become have their mouths just become gigantic and open up huge. Right. And then they just eat a bunch of stuff. And then the uh, what is it called? The baleen filters out all the crap. Right. And then they're just left with the plankton and they just sort of spit back out. So really, like they don't have to like chew or like think or like hunt. <laughs> They're just going they just around, open up their mouths.
1: Open their mouth yeah, and just Yeah, literally, swim.
0: that's it. Uh, that's it. That's all they're doing. That's all they're, it's like imagine going into your fridge and just like taking everything and just dumping it into your mouth.
1: And then getting rid of what I don't need.
0: <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we don't need this milk carton in your body, but it needs the milk. We don't need like the eggshells, but the egg can go. All this stuff. You're just like, I never have to think. I just shove a bunch of stuff into my mouth. And the baleen sounds will fix amazing. it. It'll figure it out. It's great life, honestly. That's it sounds amazing. fantastic.
1: <laughs> I can't stop so, laughing at this whale so. <laughs> okay.
0: so because of this, whales get insanely big because like they're really efficient at just being able to eat. There's like all this open ocean. They get bigger and bigger. There's no natural predators for them right. in that sense because they're gigantic. So Right. You know, now they grow to like 110 feet long or something <laughs> insane like that. They're just huge, 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 huge creatures. Uh, but anyway, th- that was just a side note about them getting really big, which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. So w- what usually happens is obviously whales die naturally in, out in the deep ocean. Um, and what normally happens is they'll die. Then you'll get something called whale fall, uh, which, you know, before. First they'll die and they start to decompose and then sharks will come around and they'll sort of pick at them like other kind oh, okay. of weird scavengery type things. And then it'll sort of let the oxygen out or let everything out. And then it sinks to the bottom of the floor. So there's actually a huge part of, you know, ocean floor ecology of, of like, ecosystem. you know, critters and and scavengers and bottom feeders are part of that ecosystem. They all eat them. Cool. It's great. It's like a huge benefit. It takes years. Uh, but, you know, of course, sometimes they get washed up on beaches, unfortunately. Um, a lot of times this happens because they're hunting maybe too close to the shore and then they die and it gets confused. Sometimes they get beached because, and then they die on the beaches. But usually yeah. in the case of what we're talking about is they die and then they just get washed up. Now, the reason this is a problem aside from just, it's it's sad, number one, because, you know, that's not where they're meant to die. No. But number two, the thing that's really crazy about it is, spectry. is that if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. I talked right over you. They just right came here you. looking for work and they can't find it. <laughs> Go on. I <laughs> okay. won't interrupt it's anymore. It's a podcast. Yeah. That's how we roll. <clears throat> Please do. Please do interrupt. Oh, okay. It's fine. All right. Um, uh, so obviously when a whale dies and it's washed up on shore, it's all of a sudden the circumstances change. So if it stops breathing, it has no way of getting rid of carbon dioxide in its body. Right? So. Yeah. The cells start to break down, their membranes rupture, it starts to break down tissue, bacteria proliferates, the bacteria feeds on the, you know, the carbohydrates, the lipids and the proteins. Uh, I think the term is uh, putrefaction.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: And of course, as that's happening, it starts to accumulate accumulate gases like um, CO2, methane and nitrogen, Mm. right? So this is a natural thing that happens when bodies start to decompose. Right. You know, humans and whoever else when they die, it happens, but it just comes out as like little toots and just sort of comes out the mouth or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Toots! They're tooting.
1: So, so dumb. Okay.
0: (laughs) Right. But because whales are cats that went back into the water and like are still warm blooded and have a bunch of blubber and they're gigantic and like weigh so much, if a whale washes up on shore... It suddenly is like, it's this thing that's covered in blubber, which can't, like, so these gases can't escape. Oh. And then also, because it's so heavy and big, it's not meant to be on the beach. It's meant to be floating around the water. But because it's like, you know, at some weird angle on the beach, like the, the, um, the throat closes up because of the weight of the body of it, or, you know, the anus of it is like covered with like the tail or something. So like, it just basically can't get out. So these right. things, I know you want to laugh at the word anus. That's okay. I'm Let's not just take a mic- doing minute. It. <laughs> I'm fine. The anal cavity. I am is a grown off.
1: woman. <laughs> Continue. No the factory anus, work for you. Keep you know, no 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 anus. Yeah, keep going. You were talking about anus. Whale anus. Yeah, <laughs> whale
0: ani. Anus.
1: Ani. Okay. <laughs> I'm a child.
0: <clears throat> no, we both are. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so when it gets washed up on shore, basically there's nowhere for any of this to go. Right. So it just gets trapped in the body and it just, as it starts decomposing, it just blows up like a balloon. And sometimes it gets like up to bloats? like three times. It bloats. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh. Sometimes up to three times its size. Okay. So effectively, a whale <laughs> is like a ticking time bomb <laughs> that's on the beach. <laughs> Okay. And if it's not dealt with appropriately, it can explode. Like straight up explode. Right. Have you ever seen videos of this before?
1: Oh yes. Of course I. Have. Yeah. I've gone down. Right. With the video. I'm not
0: talking <laughs> The rabbit hole. Oh, right. And I'm not talking about stuff. I'm not talking about people blowing up whales. I'm talking about whales that are naturally exploding.
1: I've seen a couple of videos, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's insane. This is not yeah. for the fainted heart. This no. is not for the fainted heart. If you can sort of like if you don't like you know, gross stuff. I, w- I wouldn't recommend it, but viscera. But it, it is, you know, somewhat objectively just like one of the most insane things that you'll ever see. Wow. Because it, it works like a, a New Year's Eve like popper, you know, where they're just like, yay. And then all the streams come out. But it's literally <laughs> just all the guts of these things will just explode oh. and go everywhere.
1: Like, a, like would it rain? Wild. Like if you were close enough, could it rain on you? Yes.
0: Gross. I mean, it, depending on if you're like in the trajectory of it. Wow. Um, so, uh, what? So, there's a couple of ways that you have to deal with it. So, when it comes up, so basically, like even if you see like a beached whale that's dead, it's yeah. if it's not dealt with, it's actually like really dangerous because it oh, can right. just explode and just yeah. So it's it's like a threat. It's like a safety hazard. Wow. Uh, as much as it's tragic because you're seeing a dead animal, it's also something that could hurt you and they hurt could people around blow you, you. you so up. Yeah, literally blow you up. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, there's essentially four options of how one can deal with this. Um, and it goes from, okay, so I'll just go through. There's a lot of like little mini things that you can do, obviously, but these are the sort of four main categories that it falls into being that this is America. The first option Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with is you blow it up. Yeah. That's (laughs) you. You Michael Bay it.
1: (laughs) You get everyone off the beach and you, (laughs) you, you do what you're good at. Explode
0: it. You pop, you pop some dynamite in there, and just go pop, and you sort of you blow it up before it blows before it blows up itself. I keep
1: picturing it as like one of those Looney Tunes, like where they have the like string and like the the it is the gunpowder and oh, you yeah, light yeah. it like, with like the boom, like the the little with TNT. Yeah, yep. Except it would be guts. Uh, so everywhere.
0: it's the which is you can see this. So there's a very famous. I'm sure you've seen this. This is like one of the like original viral videos uh it that happened on um november 9th 1970 in florence oregon on the south coast uh-huh. uh an 8-ton sperm whale washed up on shore 8 ton and the local government didn't know what to do with it they were like cool we're supposed to i guess we got to get rid of it so their decision was that they wanted to blow it up uh but mm-hmm. of course very famously <laughs> they decided to blow it up with a half ton of dynamite which is 20 <laughs> cases roughly that's insane <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I know for people who have been on the internet for a long time who are extremely online, this is not anything new. But no. for those of us or those of you who are sort of maybe not online as much, this is kind of like a hilarious, insane thing to watch because you gotta watch it. there's a news crew that shows up and they're like, Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. what's going on? And they're like, you know, we got this whale on the beach. So they're there before they actually blow it up. It's like a proper news story. Wow. And of course there's like the demolitions expert who's just gonna like, yeah, you know. <laughs> We used to be
1: a proper country. We don't know. Country. We're going to use like 20 <laughs>
0: sticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's very 70s. It's the funny part of it. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, you know, we've got to put in 20, 20 cases of dynamite. Maybe it'll work. We're not sure. We might have to go in and blow it up with like Wait. the half pieces again multiple times.
1: Is this the same guy that owned the pizza place from last episode? <laughs> <laughs> it's, Sounding it's like it. not. Oh, different guy. Uh, uh, oh, it's
0: true. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, That's just my generic voice of just somebody like being like, hey, you it's know. The-
1: ma Mafia. <laughs> okay, go Mafia on. voice. Mm-hmm.
0: Demolitions expert. So, th- so basically in this video they blow it up. It's it's a, there's all these spectators that are around there because people are like, oh, you're gonna blow up a whale. Obviously, I'm gonna sit and watch this. Why would you not? Duh. Uh it goes crazy. The thing just rains blood and blubber and like <laughs> whale bones. It goes out to like a quarter mile away. It like destroys this Cadillac, like it sinks in and just crushes the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moral of the story, little too much dynamite, a little too much.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. They learned.
0: Yeah, they learned. Uh what the funny postscript of that is is like they blow it up and it still doesn't even like effectively like blow it up. So like they what? still have to bring in like a I forget what they call it, the the you know, the giant yellow scoopy machine I'm drawing a blank on. An
1: excavator? So no.
0: Not yeah, yeah. Like like, like a, a a digger. A, a digger sorry yes yeah like the diggers they like pick up the corpse and move it i don't actually know what they ended up doing within the 70s they probably just turned it into like a beer or something who knows yep. uh or like <laughs> something <Sounds like you laughs> as high, part of but... cigarettes
1: yeah yep
0: uh so this is still done not to the extent that they did in that stupid video but
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go rewatch oh, it after actually
0: this. yeah yeah by the way so that town in uh so florence oregon uh, I'm sorry, near Florence, Oregon. They have essentially turned it into like a sort of meme about themselves. So there's oh. like a minor league baseball team that's like the exploding whales. <laughs> there's like a whale explosion park. Like they've just, they sort of <laughs> leaned into it in the past couple of years.
1: That's amazing.
0: It's kind of great. I saw the hats. I kind of want to get one. It's literally just a whale with a stick of dynamite.
1: <laughs> nuh
0: Yeah. Um... So they do, they do still do controlled demolitions. I believe the idea is if it blows it up into smaller pieces, whatever scavengers can come like seagulls can eat it and like take care of it and stuff. The problem with that is, is that if they do it too close to the waters, the chum will sort of go out in the water and then sharks all of a sudden like, cool, there's a bunch of blood here.
1: (laughs) They love that.
0: They love that. So it's not a great idea. I don't recommend it. No. Me, the marine biologist (laughs) who's an expert on this, who's read like five tabs, uh, so that's your first option, you can blow it up.
1: Yes. Your second okay. option oh, no, is Oh, there's more. Oh my gosh, okay. So
0: there's there's four options. So option 2 of 4 is you bury it right there on the beach.
1: You bury it? Oh, I sort guess of, that makes sense.
0: You can bury it. Yeah, you can give it like a sort of whale burial, you know, you you say a little prayer or whatever, however play they tabs. want to be buried. I don't Yeah, but
1: <laughs> It served our country. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: 21-gun salute. So mm-hmm. this depends greatly on the size of the whale in relation to the size of beach that it mm. washes up on. So obviously, if you've got a really big whale on a small bit of beach, can't do it. Not going to work. But if you get a somewhat smaller whale with a big enough beach, you can get away with it. Burying it. Uh, so it's basically about 6 to 10 feet. If you, big, if you dig down, you can get down that far. You just drop it in drop it in there and then cover it with sand sand. And you're none the wiser, and just sort of all move on wow. with their lives. Uh, and then so what happens it in just New York?
1: Blows up underneath the sand, or it's what? it?
0: No, no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So I guess what you're supposed to do if if it if it has I not released the gases off. yet, you're supposed to. That's true. What you want to do is they bring they can bring somebody in into uh, very strategically cut like you just got to uh. find like sort of like a release valve essentially <laughs> to like let out. The gases. If that's why it's crucial to do it as quickly as possible, right? Because if it like takes too long, the gas builds up more, 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 more. So as soon as you right. see one, um, there's there should be services in the area depending on if there's a lot of you know. If you're in an area where that doesn't happen very often, it's not a they don't know what to do with it as much. But uh, in New York, for example, apparently this does happen um, on like on the Long Island area. Uh, so there's people who come in and and and, and also also part of this is. They want to do, uh, what's the term? Is it ne- necropsy? So it's like an autopsy, necropsy, I guess yeah. is another word. So they want to figure out why this thing died in the first place for science to be like, okay, is there a bigger right. problem that, we're, that we need to be aware of? Or is it just like old age? Mm-hmm. Um, but so in New York, it's really interesting. I was reading about this guy. His name is Robert Giovanni. He's a construction worker. Who turned marine biologist no. and founded what amounts to a comprehensive whale command system, the Atlantic Marine Conservation Society AMSEAS, in 2016?
1: That's amazing.
0: This guy was literally had a construction company in the 90s and went on some like whale watching tour and like was talking to the guy like that led it, and he was like, "Huh, we really don't know a lot about whales, so I'm gonna con- like close down my construction company and then just go become a whale bio- like a marine biologist instead."
1: Wow. That's incredible. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. So he's basically like a dead whale fixer. <laughs> so he's
1: <laughs> mafia,
0: the, uh, mafia, right? He cleans up so, the so body. Speaking of mafia, he's he's literally he's the wolf from Pulp Fiction. I don't know you. I seen yeah, yeah. you have not seen Pulp Fiction. I've pulled, oh, you I've have seen, seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Okay, good. So you remember when Harvey Keitel shows up and he's t- in his tuxedo and they got to get rid of the dead yes. body that's in the car? <laughs> That, yes. It's this guy, but for dead wheels. That's Amazing. literally his job is the best way. yeah.
1: What a job.
0: So, so they report it. He shows up real quick. And, you know, all these citizens are like, you know, they're concerned or they're confused and they're sort of fascinated by it. This is the guy. He comes in. He's like, all right, I got this guy. We're going to have to do the autopsy. Sometimes we've got to go out, like, because it's not quite on the beach yet. we got to get, like, a, a little boat out there. i got to bring my scientist guys to come check it out and, like, pull samples. we got to figure out, like, their construction guys who are going to be moving it. Some people get saucy about it. They're like, oh, pretty please would be nice. And he's just like, listen, pretty please with sugar on top. Clean up the goddamn wheel.'" <laughs> <laughs> He's just a guy. He takes it. He takes care of it. So this is a quote that I thought was really interesting because there's an interview with him and he says, within the hour of getting the call, we'll have a basic plan of how we're going to respond. If the animal is still floating offshore, we'll need a team to go tow the animal in. We need heavy equipment to help us, excavators and bulldozers and things like that, and need to know what resources local municipalities have available and when they can get them. We prefer to go out and do the necropsy necropsy with 12 to 15 people who have gone through our training who help open up the animal. (laughs) process the samples (laughs) documentation take photos and someone who manages the heavy equipment but we've got out but we've gone out with just four people to do this at times Uh, and all this planning the final disposition to discuss with municipal. the final disposition is discussed with municipalities usually it takes 12 to 20 hours what um yeah so it's like quick
1: like wow to get all of that everyone assembled yeah whale team
0: this dude, this dude's a G. He's, he's a straight gangster. Like he knows what's up Like he, because he's got this background in construction and he's a wow. marine biologist. He's like, I'm the dude. I know how to coordinate this. Uh, sometimes he so a lot of times he says that what they end up doing, especially in the New York area is they'll just bury them right there because oh. the whales aren't too big to be able to uh, to like, you know, to have to figure out some sort of alternative. And he said, they'll do it within like an hour almost like the, 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 while they're out there taking the sample or whatever, some guy will come in and they'll dig it up. They'll just bring it back in, plop it in, cover it, and it's done. And people are like, is it a bad idea to like bury these whales here? And is the, does it smell or whatever? And he's just talking to them. He's like, yeah, yeah. You don't even know there's literally a whale underneath you right now as they're <laughs> complaining about it.
1: Incredible.
0: Amazing, and, right? This yeah. guy's awesome. So that that's an option. I guess that's more of what they end up doing in the New York area. So there's a lot of whales that are buried out there, but I guess it's okay. They've they've let out the gas. It doesn't stink. It's sort Ugh. of just you know same thing that happens with anything else when it gets anything
1: buried. anything you bury. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, the third option is you tow it back out to sea. Now oh, that makes what sense. this will allow it to do is right, which is to give it a sort of natural death. Or you know you dump out the body just like Osama bin Laden, but you don't take pictures, so people don't actually know if it even happened or not. And then conspiracies start.
1: <laughs> this is the second time you've mentioned Osama bin. I know oh, you mentioned Saddam Hussein last time. <laughs> Never mind. Saddam
0: Hussein last. time.
1: Yeah the the tunnels <laughs> the tunnels.
0: Yes, uh, it gets buried out in sea. Obviously, this is hardcore. Because you got to get like giant, you know, boats and stuff, or like whatever, like helicopter. Who knows? Like all kinds of crazy (laughs) stuff. It's not necessarily the easiest option, but it is kind of the, I think, the kind of best option if you're able to do it. But of course, these things are huge. Probably expensive. Sometimes they get massive. It's not really an option. Yeah, it's expensive. It's good for the general ecosystem if you're able to do that. Right. But it's not always an option. Um, Apparently, in two thousand five. Uh, in Iceland, uh, the Coast Guard tried to remove a whale carcass from, I'm going to totally slaughter this because I don't know actually how to pronounce this, but it's Hafnarfjorr Harbor. I apologize mm-hmm. to all our Icelandic friends. Um, so they did a combination. So they tried splitting it in two with explosives and then manually pulling both halves out to sea.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: Um, this unfortunately did not work.
1: Yep. That's what I was <laughs> waiting for.
0: Because both halves just drifted back to shore, so they were back when they started.
1: <laughs> just with two separate halves. Just with two parts of the whale. Yeah. Now instead of so large. they're like,
0: yeah, now instead of one whale, we got two pieces.
1: Don't they like have a huge whaling industry there still?
0: Uh, I don't entirely know to be Actually, honest with they you. Do. I'm not sure how illegal it is. I don't <laughs> know not, how many places it's illegal. illegal and stuff. Anyway, it's not as illegal. It's possible. Yeah. I have a tab uh, open I about refute. it. I, I guarantee you. You did. Excellent. Go um so you know that's always a problem it depends on how far out you go so you really got to go out far which again as you said gets expensive and more and mm-hmm. more difficult now the fourth and final option which is not everyone's favorite but it's an option is you cut it up <laughs> and you take it in pieces to the dump or the landfill <laughs> <laughs> what? which means what you a gotta get whale whale yeah, right. A waste of will. So sometimes, you know, if you cut it up, you got to bring trucks and you got to move it. Now, there have been instances preemptively before they t- cut it up and take it to the landfill. Uh, so, for for example, there was a specific instance in Taiwan in 2004. Okay. Where they did not do the degassing. They didn't, like, let all the air out before they took it in for that research. That first so, problem. Yeah, exactly. So they get a giant truck... There's this beach sperm whale and they just slap it on the back of a truck and no, like, no, you no. know, <laughs> no, just put it in with a bunch of zip ties <laughs> and they wanted to bring it to like a nearby no. <laughs> research facility. Uh, they're driving it through <laughs> this town. It's called Tainan in Taiwan. Yeah. And as they're driving through, straight up explodes no. in no. the middle of the town.
1: <laughs> How big was the explosion? like huge
0: uh it was i mean i don't know if it was i I couldn't tell you because i don't know necessarily how to gauge the size of explosions but basically like all the nearby shops and bystanders were just (laughs) covered covered in blood and whale guts everywhere
1: didn't even die crazy
0: uh i don't believe so okay and there's no video of it there's like pictures (sighs) of the aftermath if you want to look it up i do um but that's an option that's wow. but of course you want to make sure you let the gases out. You got to degas it. it, yeah. Yeah, I also saw another video of my, of my this grandma other sperm always oil. told
1: me degas the whale before <laughs> you throw it in the dump. <laughs> she always said that.
0: Um, I saw another video of them trying to put it. It was a different instance where they were trying to take the sperm whale and put it on the back of a truck, and they just dropped it, and it just exploded <laughs> on impact. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's so messed up.
1: This whole story. Okay. It's absurd. It's absurd. Okay. I just picture it like a cartoon. Anyway, so the,
0: Yeah, this is literally what it is to me. I'm just like, this is crazy. It's crazy.
1: Wow. Okay, so those are the so four. So, just options. to recap,
0: those are the four. To recap, you blow it up. You bury it on the beach, give it a burial, mm-hmm. you tow it out to sea, or you cut it up and take it to the dump. Those are your four options. But I'm most importantly, one, but don't do it yourself.
1: Don't do it yourself. <clears throat> Good to know. I gotta call that. Don't guy do it New yourself
0: York. is the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. Robert De Giovanni in okay. out in New York. The wolf. Wow. That guy's awesome. Yes. Wow. So now I've taken you through the entire history of of what was. <laughs> Of whale evolution culminating in whale death, from whale, whale birth to whale death. Whales
1: falling off a truck and dying, and exploding. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and exploding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's my tab.
1: Wow, dude! I knew about the exploding, but I had no idea that first of all whales were mammals. I knew they were mammals. I just didn't know why. Yeah. And second, yeah, I didn't know like Is there's like funny? whole teams that go out and take care of these ticking time bombs it's
0: crazy yeah yeah i mean a lot of places like uh, they don't necessarily have like a good infrastructure for it which is why that guy is so right. interesting because he's like "Oh, this is a really specific problem i'm gonna like figure this out
1: it must happen a lot or does he have a uh,
0: hmm. i think it happens often i think uh, i have to look up the article i feel like it's only happened like 30 40 times in the past like 10 15 years maybe wow. uh, which is more than i thought it would be but yeah uh, I couldn't tell you exactly the number off the top of my head, unfortunately. I'm not that good of a researcher.
1: No, no. We're not. Look, you're not listening to this for true, deep research.
0: You're not listening to this, period.
1: <laughs> and if you are, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry that you're listening to this. No, I'm not. Uh, anyway, so wow. shall we do it? Shall we Shall we line up our, our yes. tabs?
1: Hold on. Got to get my phone. <laughs> Hold on. Got to get it ready okay you ready okay hold on. I gotta, Drum I gotta, roll, gotta, please hold on hold on i gotta pull it up i should have it ready i'll learn no no uh, it's okay
0: we need to build anticipation
1: all right oh it's so far back dang it okay.
0: i know right mine's quite far in there um oh there it is okay okay fossey jaw you ready bob fossey jaw and how to get rid of a whale before it explodes okay ready yeah. Three, two, one. Boom!
1: Add an explosion. Donezo. <gasps> add, a, add a, a whale explosion noise to that. Alyssa, <laughs> <laughs> <Melissa>, find one. <laughs> make make it make it, make it juicy. Gooey. Yes, it needs to be juicy, and I need to hear. I need to hear it splatter on things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow.
1: Well, now I'm down Amazing. to four hundred and four tabs.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That was fun.
1: That was really good. I love. I loved your <laughs> was, tab.
0: I love the Fosse. It's really funny. It's. I mean, not funny. It's tragic. I just. This is how our brains work. I don't want people to think that we're like laughing at people's no. misfortunes. We just have a really bizarre sense of humor.
1: It's horrific, and uh, it's truly what horrible. Can you do but
0: laugh at how terrible? And I'm it is.
1: really glad I live now.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Most of the time, yeah. Um, <laughs> mostly. But yeah, no. I, I mean, every once in a while, I want like go back and be a farmer and not have to worry about like anything, you know. But I'm glad I live now.
0: Yes, I'm wholly unprepared to ever be a farmer. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm yeah. the most, I'm like the least <laughs> capable of doing any kind of manual labor like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let yeah. us go to our listener emails. Great. So just a reminder: uh, this is a communal show. We want you to participate and so we ask our listeners uh, if they have a tab that we've inspired them to close to email mm-hmm. us and share it uh, and let us know what their tab was. So like, you want to go first?
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say just like a two, two, one to two paragraphs of something that you've learned or kind of, you know, summing up what you what you read about. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, yeah, so this ahead. this comes in from Carmen um, from Utah. Uh, and she writes, "Have you ever heard of the Erfurt latrine disaster
0: <laughs> in <Erfurt>. the 11th? 11... <laughs> like
1: <laughs> It does. It's German. Um, in the 1100s, some German king—I looked it up. It's Henry the Sixth of the Holy Roman Empire, okay. not of England. Some German king held a huge meeting to settle a dispute and decided to invite all mm-hmm. of the nobles in the Holy Roman Empire. They met on the second okay. floor of the. They met on the second floor of the building." But there were so many people that the floor just collapsed. <laughs> so, not only did that floor collapse, he says, so all these nobles fell through that floor and the ground floor below it and straight into the sewage pit below.
0: <laughs> this is like a Marx Brothers sketch.
1: Around this is, this is a disgusting episode. <laughs> this, around, okay, you ready for this? Around 60 yeah. of the nobles died. Either Dear from, Lord, <laughs> either, from, <laughs> either from getting crushed by debris, suffocating in the decomposing fumes, or oh, drowning, no! <laughs> or drowning in the liquid excrement. No, Carmen, <laughs> <Garvin! laughs>
0: gross.
1: <laughs> the king only survived because he'd been sitting in a stone alcove. So they got a ladder after all of this and just like lifted him out, rescued him. And once he got out, he fled town. He left town as fast as he could.
0: Why? He's just I gotta get away from like <laughs> this shitty pile of dead bodies. <laughs> this shit grave. <laughs> this shit kiddie pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no. Um and then Carmen goes on to say, I know it shouldn't be funny, but it is. <laughs> or but yeah. <laughs> um the wikipedia article is so short so she said she had to translate it from um german (laughs) or that like she needs she needs to find out a way better way to translate because there's way more on it in german so if anyone out there speaks oh okay okay there's a beautiful article waiting for you erfurt latrine disaster anyway that was from carmen yeah any
0: any of our any of our german-speaking listeners please send us (laughs) translations at length if you end up getting them this is a story we'll be happy to go into more
1: (laughs) thanks carmen for making that that's a cherry on the pile of whale carcass. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Who who wrote ND? What do you have?
0: Uh okay. <clears throat> um, ours is Asham from Valley Village writes, Dear five hundred tabs. I had this article from punchdrink.com open for a while on modern tiki bars and what defines a tiki bar these days. Uh the article is called Tiki's New Fantasy Is Out of This World, and he includes an excerpt says, today's tiki bars, even if they don't call themselves that, are a sum of considered whims, whether it's the once abandoned outpost of a 19th century nautical club that's maybe also a shipwreck, a research lab dedicated to studying the artifacts of a robot civilization that once lived somewhere in the South Seas,
1: Uh, a bar in the abyss. Whale adjacent, okay? (laughs) Whale.
0: We don't even plan this. That's the funny part. That's the
1: thing. (laughs)
0: that's it just happens okay yeah. uh, a bar in the abyss that's frequented by demons or the base camp of a colony of astronauts marooned in a mysterious tropical planet elaborate backstories do more than create a sense of place they add patina they differentiate and they create opportunities to sell more than just drinks so it's larping uh, in a bar then, uh, lar- it's bar it's b- barping bar- i guess <laughs>
1: that's also the sound a whale makes when it explodes
0: yeah <laughs>
1: Blarp. Anyway, go on. Blarp. Okay. <laughs>
0: <Blarp>. <laughs> Did you ever watch Futurama? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember the episode where <laughs> where they're looking for a precious ambergris? Just precious <laughs> hamburgers is what Giff calls it. Yeah. And the whale throws up her watch and just goes. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh That's that, it's just blarp
1: Blur. i gotta rewatch that show
0: <laughs> oh it's so good i, I uh, yeah anyway sorry so asham finishes on. off he says fun to see how bar owners are pushing their theming beyond decor and menu but also including challenges which i for one have participated in at my local tiki bar always good to close a tab and make room for more articles i won't read for at least a month your pal asham
1: wow are, Ashim. You,
0: are you a tiki bar fan
1: I don't know. No, I've never been to one. You're
0: not much of a, a bar I'm not a drinker, person. Oh, you've never yeah.
1: been to a tiki bar? No.
0: Tiki bars are a lot of fun, even if you don't drink. The Bay Area doesn't and... really
1: have fun. I
0: mean, there's the the, the one no, in the Claremont, is. the really famous one that's oh, really? under the hotel. Yeah. Oh my oh, I gotta go.
1: Oh, right, right. No, okay, the... wait. No, no, no. It's Fairmont.
0: the um... I always confuse Fairmont and the Claremont. Claremont's the one in Berkeley. I think um, it's the Fairmont. Yeah, it's the Fairmont. Yeah. It's the Fairmont, wow. yeah.
1: I gotta go. That sounds like a really cool experience. Like
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Um, super fun. If I come up to the city next time we should go. You know who used to go there? Who used to love it? Was Charles Schultz. Really? Creator of Peanuts. Yeah, he loved that place. Because
1: he's from the Bay. I forgot about that.
0: He's from Minnesota originally, but then he moved out, I think Sebastopol is the name of the area. So if you go up like north of the city, there's like a whole the ice skating rink that he built, there's like a Schultz (gasps) museum. It's really cool.
1: I love that. Okay, we gotta go. Next time you if you're ever up here.
0: I'm sorry, the Tonga Room and Hurricane Bar, that's the one I'm thinking of.
1: Okay. It is that's the very famous one. Okay, I it's see got what like a is. river
0: underwater and stuff like what? that. It, it's like a mo. It's super cool.
1: Okay, so it's down in um... yeah. Oh, it's by Grace Cathedral, Knob Hill. Cool. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's fun. It's worth it. You can you can always just get like a virgin whatever. Drink. Yeah, it's easy. <clears throat> yeah, they have other drinks. And they've there. got like yeah, they, and they have they have uh, appetizers. Now it sounds like we're advertising for them. This has been brought. Go to check by out <laughs> the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, uh also next time if you come to la there's there's a lot of cool tiki bars down here too okay
1: when i come down for WonderCon, and there's
0: a lot of fun ones yeah when you come down from WonderCon, yeah. we should go uh, um yeah anyway uh i guess that about wraps it up for this yeah. episode um please go ahead and uh follow us on social media we are at 500 open tabs on twitter and on instagram um mm-hmm. please uh very important Rate rate. the podcast. This is only two episodes in. Rate the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Exactly. Um, Otherwise, life doesn't matter. But if there's one thing in life that matters right now, it's this.
1: It's this podcast. (laughs) It's the most important thing happening in the world right now.
0: Yeah. um, Please rate it. Tell everybody about it. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Um, And also, crucially important, uh, we do have sponsors. Please follow those sponsor links. Consider signing up for them. Uh, It will help us quite a deal Mm -hmm. a bit. To be able to continue this podcast uh and of course uh we mentioned it before but just so you know again uh if you have a tab that you've closed that you've been inspired to do by this show please email us we want to know about it our email is 500 at gmail.com mm-hmm. just a brief paragraph uh go ahead Anna. what do you want to say
1: oh, i was gonna say the number 500 not not right now yes
0: five zero zero open tabs mm-hmm at gmail but yeah brief paragraph and don't forget to include the link of the tab that you mm-hmm. uh closed so we can include it in the show notes so everyone and, can open uh, the tab yes yeah, so can...
1: <laughs> this show is not helpful
0: <laughs> nothing nothing useful here we're just making it worse for everybody
1: <clears throat> anyway yeah thanks for joining us
0: thanks for joining us and we never figured out a way to exit this yet did we we still uh just added in another explosion tram. yeah <laughs>
1: And remember, make it juicy. It's awesome.
0: Keep it juicy, San Diego. Sa- <laughs> Should we just say, I don't know. keep it juicy? <laughs> keep, it ju- <laughs> keep it juicy.
1: Keep it juicy.
0: bossy hands.
1: <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs>
0: See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>